0: Patrick Elwood is joining us. You know Patrick Elwood. You see his face on WGN-TV all the time. And Patrick, this story that you're doing tonight piqued my interest, especially when I got to one line of the story where I literally went, what? (laughs) I'm sure you can imagine what line that is. But thanks for joining us on the show. And this really is about Chicago police officers
1: trying to get mental health help, right? Uh, Lisa, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Definitely. uh, That's the, the, the headline, trying to get help and uh, not getting the help that, that she needs. Uh, her, her name, name is, is Sarah Hecker, and to get police officers to talk about this in the first place is really a lot, because they don't do it, but to get someone to go on camera and to reveal her deepest, darkest emotions and insecurities is uh, nothing short of miraculous, such a courageous uh, storytelling Uh, Effort by this young lady's part it's a young lady She's in her late 30s she's been on the job probably 14 15 years so she's been around she's done and seen a lot of things
0: and not only she is chicago police officer but her husband is as
1: well yeah so they're come they're a police family um hers is a story about finding herself in a very dark place in terms of mental health she was trying to do the right thing asking for help through the cpd's employee assistance program or eap for short Several years ago, she hurt her knee badly on the job, making an arrest. One surgery leads to another. She returned to light duty. The problem persists. She has a young daughter at the time, and she can't do basic things, get on the floor, play with the Barbies, take her Mm -hmm. to the park. Starts taking a toll on her mentally as well. She eventually ends up having to have a total Knee replacement. Now, I'm going to run this by you as quickly as, you know time wise as I well, can. And this it,
0: was this was something she the knee was damaged while she was on the job, right?
1: Hundred percent, without okay. a doubt. So over a couple of years' time, she has to have a couple of surgeries, and then it comes down. She has to have to have a total knee replacement. So March 24th, she gets duty disability. On that same day, she tells them officially through an email, "I'm in a really dark place. I'm having some bad thoughts." So. Before, as part of the process, you can get yourself to a psychologist or psychiatrist, whatever. You have to have an independent medical evaluation, okay? Now, the top, the clock is ticking. It's March 24th. Okay, so you cannot, just as a
0: Chicago police officer, Patrick, you can't just call for help and say, I need a psychiatrist now. You have to get an evaluation before you see a psychiatrist?
1: 100% correct. So, Lisa, sense. now it's five weeks by the time she gets the results of her independent medical evaluation. The doctor, widely recognized as one of the best in the business, uh, he, he, she is diagnosed with PTSD and persistent depressive disorder directly related to her knee problems, right? So she gets that, med- that independent medical evaluation. Another week or two goes by. They send her a list of approved doctors within CPD. Another couple more weeks goes by. She finds one guy, this doctor. I'm going to go see this guy. She tells me, now this is just you know her story. I have no reason to doubt her though, that this doctor is more concerned about how he's going to get paid, and and he says, you know, I can get you full disability through Social Security, but you're going to have to take care of me.
0: Okay, that's so, when I heard the oh, come out of my mm-hmm. mouth. I was like, what? A doctor said trough. that?
1: Yeah. So she reports him back to CPD Medical. Another week or two goes by. Nothing gets done. She gets another list. The same doctor is on that list the clock is ticking right another couple of weeks go by he gets kicked out to the city's third party hr vendor they say you know it's september she hears from a nurse we've identified you uh, another doctor you could go see these are a voicemail if you feel like you're going to hurt yourself or somebody else please get back in touch with me that nurse according to sarah and her husband never calls back So she has taken it upon herself to get out-of-pocket expense through her therapist. And I asked her, you know, have you had suicidal ideation? And she said, yeah, I have. I thought about checking out. But I can't do it because of my family. And now she feels like this is her mission to blow the clarion call, the trumpet, on, you know, how screwed up this program is in her opinion and other police officers. I talked to the retired chief of detectives. His name is Eugene Roy. He said, this is ridiculous. These, these people need help. We're making it so hard on them to get help. Now, I'll just leave, I'll give you one more thing. According to the consent decree that CPD has entered into, the department has two weeks, two weeks in order to get her in front of a licensed therapist. It's been over five, we're at six months now.
0: Okay, Patrick, and I got during a couple questions time, here.
1: Lisa, five Chicago police officers have taken their lives.
0: That was exactly my question. How many Chicago police officers have taken their life?
1: Five, wow. at least five. You, it's six if you count one who had recently retired and took his life 10 days later.
0: Well, that's I add that in as well. And I know that this might be revealed tonight when you air this piece on WGN-TV. This is Patrick Elwood, by the way. Um, but when the doctor said, I can give you full disability if you take care of me, was that sexually or financially?
1: Uh, she says he was trying to monetize it, you know, get, get a financial kickback. Um, is she still on the of, force? Is I'm sorry, who? Is she still on the force? She's yeah, still- she's on d- duty disability. She wants to come back. She just said all she ever wanted to do was be a cop, you know, be part of the solution, be the change. Uh, and they've made it so very hard on her to do this. Uh, and she feels like, you know, it's my place now to just stand up and say, This whole situation needs to be rectified because it's not working in its present form. Okay. When can we see this tonight? It's our cover story. It runs uh, around uh, a little bit after 930. You'll hear from her. You'll also hear from what the uh, superintendent, David Brown, has to say about this. We're going to air this story tonight, and then I'm going to follow up with the mayor's office tomorrow to see if she wants to uh, weigh in 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 some form or facet.
0: Well, I hope she does. Thank you for joining us. I'm I'm definitely watching tonight.
1: Lisa, thanks for the time. I appreciate it.
0: Patrick Elwood from WGN-TV, so 9 o'clock tonight. We'll talk to our White House correspondent for The Hill about the House, the Senate, the control, all the midterm results. That's next, but first to check on weather and traffic with Mary Vandeville.